Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. For me, <laughs> just making it awkward, mate. Hello, welcome to the news. Um, <laughs> do keep that in. <laughs> uh, my name is Jay, as always, joined by my co anchor in crime or wrestling. New, I don't know, Troy. Um, but it's been a long week. Um, it has. Brain isn't working too, too good these days. <laughs> How are you, mate? Good, mate. Very good. Very, very good. Thanks. You? Yeah, I'm all right. A day off, which is very Rar- a rarity. <laughs> well, I was, I was meant, I was meant to just peel the curtain back into my day-to-day life. I was meant to have the week off, and then someone got a positive COVID test, so I've basically been doing all the hours. Ooh. So I'm very, very tired. <laughs> you know the way, you know the way Matt Cardone is always ready. Well, I'm always sleepy at the moment. Um, <laughs> what, like but, yeah. Dawson? No, I'm, I'm not, not Dawson sleepy. You don't, but no, oh. that's sleepy. Oh, okay. Never go full Dawson, mate. <laughs> full Dawson. <laughs> you see him on a hook down, down. It's like someone's had a stroke. Um, <laughs> bless him. Bless him, poor lad. Um, but yeah, let's get straight into the news because it's been quite a week. Um, so. Fightful has learned a lot more about the plans for Big E and the WWE title. It came to fruition this week. Um, they say the WWE uh, sources uh, they've spoken to in the day in the days following Big E's huge title, huge, very surprising title win on Raw, uh, stated that almost everybody was in the belief that Big E would win the title, but it had been talked about being a reality very early after um, he won Money in the Bank. Friend of the podcast, Andrew Zarian of Matman, uh, I'd even mentioned originally that um, the draft was the planned date that Biggie was going to cash in and win the title. Uh, Fightful has confirmed that those plans were picked up uh, this weekend after the Madison Square Garden SmackDown, um, where Orton vs. Lashley was moved up to Raw. <coughs> WWE firmed up plans on Saturday to bring Biggie to Raw. Uh, the creative was kept close to the vest until Monday. At that point, Biggie was informed he'd be cashing in money in the bank to win the WWE title. Uh, this isn't out of the ordinary. They did a similar thing with Nikki Ash. Um, mm. And she told Fightful in a recent interview with them. Um, and much of the roster stuck around to watch the match and the title change unfold, which is very uncharacteristic as many of the talent leave before the show goes off the air. Um, Fightful were told there was a seemingly universal elation for Big E. As many would expect, he is one of the most beloved members of the roster. He's the man, isn't he? He's the fucking I, man. He's bloody lovely to see. <laughs> yeah. So I I got like the sort of fightful selecting that come out that day saying Biggie's at Raw. I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Well, he put uh, it out on his Twitter, didn't he? As well, and then he tweeted saying he fully intended on cashing in. I was like, oh, you messing? Uh, I I was in work at six a.m. so I, I couldn't stay up and watch it. Mm. Um, 
So I literally woke up <laughs> for work, got the got the fucking phone, looked at my phone, and it was blowing up with like Twitter notifications and mm. news stuff, just saying Biggie is a WWE champion. Um, and it it's nice because obviously there's been like a lot of negativity towards WWE recently with like the NXT rebrand and just general them being not a nice company. But this is kind of universally like had the wrestling world rejoice. Like mm, everybody mm. was happy on Twitter. There was so many people. Biggie. There was guys who aren't like who had been released tweeting Biggie. Bray Wyatt came out and was just like, <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't like, I'm late to this and I wasn't there for it. But like this, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something along he the lines said, of like, along the lines of wrestling it, well, world needs more people like this. Like Biggie's a good dude. Yeah, he, he said he said Biggie's the kind of guy that everyone everyone would queue up to congratulate mm. as he came to look at him. Um, yeah. which it sounds like did I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The, there was a lot of like cool and cool little exchanges. Uh, he had one with Shoe Grayson, got obviously because they were talking about Brody, mm. uh, saying like how much that would have meant to Brody. And Biggie said like he would love to give him a hug, and he was with him there. Which was yeah. Nice. Oh, um, right, right in the fields. Yeah, Mustafa Ali put like a really nice one saying Brody would have loved that. Um, yeah. And he, there was also the little exchange with Powerhouse Hobbs, which I loved, where mm. just like, congratulations, hey, you deserve it. And Biggie was like, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. Keep doing what you do. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Give me Biggie versus Powerhouse Hobbs in the ultimate <laughs> host fight. Big yeah. meaty men slapping meat. That's the one. Open that fucking <laughs> forbidden door. <laughs> Have Biggie like sultrily slither out like a sexy babadook, <laughs> sexy babadook, <laughs> like a slutty babadook, and just like big ending everybody. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, um, very yeah, very cool really indeed. good. Um, yeah, that uh, that Biggie's like kind of universally been rejoiced over because that that it's it's one of those things. I think WWE needed that kind of shot in the arm and. Mm. Especially like you've just got to go back and listen to our like our raw reviews where we're like like from this time last year where we're like why hasn't Biggie won the belt yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was did you see the tweet that was kind of going around um, from twenty thirteen? I think it was twenty thirteen from twenty no twenty eighteen as well. Um, that Kenny Omega said in twenty eighteen Biggie should be a world champion for any company. Wow, and Biggie was like that means a lot coming from you. And then Jeez. someone, and then Kenny was like, "Well, I, I mean, everywhere they said, yeah, yeah." And like that's kind of been shared. It's like, oh, it's nice. That's nice. WWE nice. champion and the AW champion recognize each other as like mm. being because they're, they're mates anyway, aren't they? New Day in the Elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's really, really cool. This is great. Fucking all round. Like we we don't <laughs> review Raw uh, at the moment um, just because there's so much wrestling to watch uh and you know we're fortunate for where we can kind of pick and choose let's, the the really good stuff to review let's let's call it what it is it's been absolute dog shit recently yeah yeah but <laughs> this yeah but this this is this is a, a shining moment there and um yeah yeah hopefully i mean it's that's confirmation i guess before the draft that you know, Biggie is is a permanent fiction now on raw um and that's not to say oh we're going to suddenly start watching raw but there might be a little bit more reason to tune in. Um, but yeah. yeah, this is just fucking awesome news all around. I think 
Was it me and you that said by the end of the year Biggie would be WWE champion? When Universal? When he won Money in the Bank, we said WWE, yeah. I'm because sure we said, like, when we did our predictions at the end of last year, we were I predicting would, who would be... If if you um if you want to just keep keep you talking, got it, you got it written down. Well, I'll follow on. on with a, a bit of news from that. Uh, Matt Men's Andrew Zarian uh, said there's pressure on WWE from the networks to treat Raw and SmackDown as equal shows. Biggie winning the WWE Championship <laughs> was originally planned for his move to Raw during the up and coming draft, which you mentioned, but it was moved up in order to give Raw something equally big after SmackDown had such a huge show at Madison Square Garden last week. It was not a response, however, to AEW Dynamite beating Raw in the key demo ratings. That being said, Zarian heard from people at the networks that if the trend continues of AEW close Closing the gap on raw television numbers, then we have a big problem. I mean, they, they beat WWE in the key demographic. They yeah. beat Raw. Yeah. And also, like, Raw's doing like what, 1.6, I think it was, or 1.7. Mm-hmm. I know, it's doing 1 2. Well, one, they, one, two. they topped out uh, last, not this week, the week before. I don't know what their ratings were this week, but they, they topped out like their, their peak viewership was the uh, Elite and Brian Danielson segment, and that was 1.5. So only 100,000 people in it at one point. It's nothing. It's nothing. In, nothing. in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, just just to clarify on the end of year champions, me and you said Keith Lee for WWE champion. Ah. And you said Big E for Universal. Oh, okay. And I, I said the Tribal Chief. Of course you did. <laughs> it's, in, it's 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 interesting looking at that actually uh <laughs> some of our picks <laughs> oh god about half of them aren't even with the company are they well <laughs> um, <clears throat> <I'll see> you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think the riot squad are going to be a tag champions mate. <laughs> oh mate don't do that to me it's okay ruby Riot, ruby soho rather sorry is in a better place now yeah i i, I hope if AW do introduce women's tag titles, that Hair and Riho win them because that was a very wholesome little team we had there. Mm. Very happy. Yeah. Um, I, I also think she's gonna she's gonna sell her ass off a Brit when they do face each other next week. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm. It's one of those things, isn't it? With the, with the whole this is, a, well, saying it's not a response, but it's like. I mean, it definitely is. Be, they, it's so WWE and it's so arrogant to think that other wrestling companies aren't competition. Mm. Yeah. Like they're the only people that exist. No one like, else is doing wrestling. I mean, the, WWE are even doing wrestling, apparently, because you're not allowed to say wrestling anymore. Well, it's a bad word. Ashamed. They're fucking ashamed of the fact they're a wrestling company, mate. It's mad. Um, it's stupid. It's very stupid. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those things. High tide raises all ships, doesn't it? So, mm-hmm. if a the fact that AEW are putting out like probably their best work at the moment, and they they're growing their audience, and it's getting closer and closer to WWE's, which is diminishing. Mm. Hopefully, WWE will then be forced to start putting out a better product, and AEW keep putting out a good product, and both will kind of raise each other up. <clears throat> You'd hope so. You would, um, from that Nick Khan 
interview that came out around SummerSlam is just kind of like yeah ingrained in my brain. <laughs> think I'm me think when I'm going on no, 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 no competition. Uh it, it's just like yeah, you're you're a fucking You're deluded. <laughs> yeah. I it's it is especially like you look at how much WWE kind of like harp on about beating WCW back in the day. Mm. And it's like Vince needs to like Vince needs that kick in the ass. Needs to recognise that there is legitimate competition. He there is an to- alternative, and people are tuning into that alternative, and they're not only tuning into it because it's generally a better product, but they're also tuning in because WWE are literally handing them talent. And Vince is making jokes and fucking conference calls about giving them more, and then releasing top guys like Bray Wyatt. It's fucking absurd. It's absolutely mad. mad. <laughs> it's literally as well. The other the other thing is. Like, I've already mentioned the Monday Night Wars. Like, WWE in the head think they're still fucking the WWE in that situation. Yeah. They're not. They're not. The WCW. They're really not. They are. <laughs> the, the 2000 WCW. <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, can't wait for the for the two years' time when uh, we get a fucking simulcast <laughs> on Wednesday night. <laughs> The, the name on the contract does say Khan, <laughs> but it doesn't say Nick Khan. <laughs> then again, you Tony, know you know that's going to happen. <laughs> then, then again, Tony Elite wouldn't say that with that much composure. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> gets himself too excited when he's cut promos and starts squeaking like a guinea pig. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Tony Khan. He's a great. Um, <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, recent recent social media posts have led to speculation the hair business could be reuniting. In the aftermath, of, in the aftermath, I should say, of Bobby Lashley losing the WWE Championship to Biggie on this week's uh, Raw, MVP took to Instagram to post a picture of him sitting alongside Shelton. MVP wrote that he was discussing business with an old acquaintance, leading fans to speculate of a possible reunion of the hair business. Meanwhile, Cedric Alexander apparently mocked Lashley um, by tweeting, "If only he had some back out, back up." immediately after Biggie cashed in on um, Raw. Biggie's already as well. Uh, he said, uh, I don't know where he said it. It was in an interview this week. He said he wants the hair business to reunite because he wants to do New Day vs. hair business. Yes. I mean, you can do it now because he's on Raw. You know you know what I'm more excited about is the fact that uh, the WWE on Fox and WWE BT Sports um, Twitter accounts have been teasing a, a little bit of Roman and the bloodline based Biggie in the New Day. Oh, oh yes. I, I know Survivor Series, we normally get the singles champion versus champion match, which I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm fine with Roman yeah. Biggie. That, that'd be amazing. But also give us a faction faction match. Give us the New Day versus the bloodline instead. Yeah. Save, save Roman and Biggie for a bigger occasion. For the Rumble. I was about to say that. Yeah. Took the, literally took the words right out of my mouth there. Yeah. I was going to say, do champion versus champion at the Rumble. You can do every other champion versus champion at Survivor Series, fine. People want to see Big E and Reigns. It'd be fucking awesome. They can hold off to the Rumble. Put that as your mark. Like Obviously, aside from the Rumble match itself, that's your marquee match at the fucking Rumble. It's awesome. Yeah. But the Bloodline, Bloodline versus Blood, this is the first time Big E's been reunited on the same show as... Uh, Woods and Kofi since they split up, which was how long ago? Like last year? Only last year. Yeah. yeah. So nearly a full year October. ago. 
And the bloodline have been doing fucking awesome work on SmackDown. Like, give us that. That could headline it. It'd be awesome. As long as they get all the other champion versus champion matches. So United States versus Intercontinental tag. Well, they can't even do the tag team championships against each other, though, With if they were having that. But hmm, they could do that, actually, couldn't they? Who, who are the tag team champs at the moment? New Day. Not, sorry. Randy Orton. Okay, and, bro, isn't it? Yeah, okay, bro. Uh, and then on the other side is the Usos. So, so yeah, yeah. It's they beat RK, bro. I don't, I don't think RK Bro's long for this world. I think it's, a, it's. I think it's only there to set up a heel turn. Everyone thinks Randy. I think it'd be more compelling if it was Riddle, Riddle turning heel. I mean, Riddle's already got go away heat with me because he's just fucking annoying. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, he's just a fucking pillar. <laughs> back to the point though I'd love to see the Hurt Business reunite like apparently MVP and, and Lashley were lobbying hard for Vince to Vince to not split yeah, them up in the first Lashley instance he seemed really annoyed about that didn't he yeah quite a few people kept, like, I think because um, he Batista, wanted to add, he wanted to add a, a woman to the faction and make it like that they have all the belts yeah which would have been fucking awesome really 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 cool um and then you, that, yeah, imagine they'd done that. They added Naomi to the bloodline and a woman to the hurt business. And then you've got two mouthpieces in MVP and Heyman. Imagine yeah. that as a fucking standoff. Like, Whoa. oh, oh. Um, yeah, but apparently, the hurt business had so much potential as well. Oh, they did. They really did. But maybe this is the catalyst to getting back together and just go, look, it plays into the tweet. Like, well, if you had some backup, you wouldn't have lost it. Yeah. stronger together rather than individually like let's, let's get back together like Batista apparently was quite vocal uh, when they split up about it um, but yeah I, I thought they were fucking awesome bring them back together mm-hmm. um, we'll see we'll see uh, moving on uh, WWE uh, have already talked about eventually doing a passing of the torch type moment at Wrestlemania between Brock Lesnar and recent WWE signee Gable Stevenson that's according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter don't, don't you mean Steve Gableson Steve Gableson <laughs> what WWE this week yeah no I know I know <laughs> maybe in the microphone I'm like I don't know Bron Brecker or oh, fuck knows what that one makes <laughs> on that one already. Um, look, they might call him Rex Steiner. No one's got that name. Um, nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this kind of writes itself, doesn't it? It's like it, it's it's cool on so many levels. Obviously, Gable's like trained with Brock, and he's like been Brock's like sort of like Brock mentored him as an amateur wrestler. Yeah. Then you've got to look at the comparisons of Gable Stevenson and Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Kurt Angle had that passing the torch moment match with Brock yeah. at Mania. Yeah. Natural progression. Brock mm. does it with Gable. Um, I think Gable's going to be like their sort of, well, he's their new Kurt, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, their new Brock. Yeah. I'm um, really, really, really fucking excited for him. The, Massively. The, um, the amount of him. Um, the amount of investment they've put in him as well, like the, the fact they've given his own personal like training center yeah. Yeah. on his university while he's finishing university. It's mad. It's insane. Um he's gonna he'll bypass NXT, won't he? Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll come um, out of the rumble, 
It won't win the Rumble. I reckon it'll debut at the Rumble it's and he'll nice. get like most eliminations or something or tie for the most eliminations, something well, like he, that. He said that he said that he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to actually start with WWE until after May. Because ah. that's when he's university. Ah. So SummerSlam. Summer yeah. Fair enough. A year a year on from when he like showing up with his gold with his gold medal. Be cool. Excitement either way. Very, very excitement. Yeah, it's it, it is definitely feels like a once in a generational talent, doesn't it? Mm. And it's the fact that they've got it, they've signed his brother as well. Could the tag team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's next best of reads. I was just about to say, yeah. Hossing it. Hossing Throwing it. each other around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting time for Gable Steveson indeed. He'll, he'll I reckon he'll bypass NXT completely up. Mm. I think they're going to give him like the Kers Angle push, the Brock yeah. push, because um, they need they need to make a new star as well. Like mm. who who well not make a new star because they've kind of just like made a new main event star in Biggie. Finally, um, but Biggie was kind of already is already established, like as in someone that's come out fresh, they, new. They need they need to make somebody who's got longevity, and obviously Gable Stevens only like what twenty. Yeah. So yeah. He, he's got longevity. Um, <clears throat> and speaking of someone who else, else who's a main event star, WWE have announced that Brock Lesnar, the Techno Viking, will take on Roman Reigns at Crown Royal. Crown Royale. Yeah. <laughs> at Royale with cheese. Um, Jewel in the crowd. Royale with cheese. <laughs> because of the metric system. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I have 50 temples on the stand. Um, Get out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, we knew this was coming. Uh, it doesn't really surprise me. They've, they've held it off for um, Saudi Arabia. Kind of diminishes Roman versus the demon, though, doesn't it? Which is before. Yeah. I mean, I know on the tweet it says... This match happens if Roman can overcome Balor, like if he's still Universal Champion after Roman. facing the Demon. But just, ah, oh. they're feeding the Demon to Roman, which that is shit. annoying. Like that shit. I love Roman. I do. He's the head of the table. He's, he's far and above probably the best thing WWE are doing at the moment. Obviously now Biggie's champion. I might change my mind on that. But before that, he was far and above. The best thing WWE were doing, mm. um, and he doesn't need the kind of rub of beating the demon. No, not at all. Like, could have just beaten Finn as it is and left it. Yeah, especially because this is the first time Finn brought the demon out in what, like, three or four years, mm. and they're literally going to feed them to the tribal chief. Roman don't need that rub. No, unless it ends in like DQ, unless there's fuckery in the finish. Fuck that. Mm. I'm, fed up. I'm fed up with them fucking shitbagging the way out, out booking themselves into a corner by your own. Oh, yeah. it's a DQ. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Like, can then no, no one benefits from it. No. Um, it, it does kind of add credence to the fact that the demon's kryptonite is Simone's name, Joe. Um, <laughs> um, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, shall we talk about some. NXT. Yeah. 
So sources told uh, Matt Menz, Andrew Zarian, that WWE will continue pushing the NXT 2.0 name uh, because they want people to know that this is a whole new NXT. Um, it felt very forced on commentary every time they were saying. I, yeah, I, I, I thought the show was fine. It wasn't, it no, wasn't amazing, it was, yeah. but it was, it was fine. It was, a, it was a decent show. Yeah. Um, that was the thing for me that I really, really disliked. Yeah. Because it, 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 it felt like, you know, when, you know, when they say something's new and improved, that it's mm-hmm. not, it's shit. That's what yeah. it felt like. And it, it felt like it was diminishing the product a bit. Mm. Um, like, oh, it's 2.0. It's the new NXT. It's like, there wasn't anything wrong with the old NXT. No. Like that, it if they want fair enough, they want to like they want to kind of rebrand it and refresh it, and that's fine. That's fine. I mean, I've I've spoke about this. We've well, we've spoke about this at length. Where if it's bro- not broken, don't fix it. That being said, I think there was a lot of stuff that they changed that was very good. I thought the um, the whole aesthetic of the CWC, I, yeah, the the former CWC because it's not going to be called that anymore. Is it's just going to be called NXT? Um, that that looked very impressive. Um, I thought that the production value of it looked impressive. That that new stage with the big screen looked really good, mm. and I, I liked the fact that it was like an it was like an amphitheater. Yeah. Um, it it um. It, it just it did feel different. I felt it certainly felt like a lot better than the sort of like gritty underground like fight club that Triple H was trying to put out. Like as far as production goes, mm. um, as far as like the actual oh, it's NXT two point oh. I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Nah, not at all. So there's only room for one two point oh in wrestling, <laughs> and they're not in WWE anymore. And they're not in WWE. They're not in NXT <laughs> anymore. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, I yeah, it's it's like the fucking new generation all over again. When it was like, oh, it's the new generation, like, oh, nah, um, get to fuck. Yeah, I I I've always like not not just in not just in wrestling and anything. I've always been very kind of like very cagey about uh, when people reboots, refreshes the new. Or, yeah, it's two point It's a reboot. It's like mm-hmm. ugh, no, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, it did feel forced. It did mm. feel very forced. And you're like, it's NXT 2.0. Yeah. Um, moving on anyway. As for the debut show, uh, the wrestling... Oh no, PW Insider, in fact, says the script was changed a ton of times, really, as main roster NXT. Um, <laughs> throughout the day, leading up to it, hitting the air on the USA Network. They also say Kevin Dunn was at the show and personally overseeing the broadcast. And Because of course he was. With the fucking camera changes, it did have his fingers all over it, didn't it? Yeah. With, and, like, it wasn't with, as bad as as Raw and SmackDown is when we see, but you could tell that there was a a change in terms of kind of production, it, camera work, angles. Yeah. I mean, the the, the only thing that I thought, like, as, as far as it being shot differently that I liked was... Remember when uh, they did like the original draft? Um, not the original draft, sorry, the original like redraft, I should say, where they did like Shane and Daniel Bryan and Stephanie and McFoley. And Shane oh, was yeah. like, Oh, yeah, 
SmackDown's going to be shot differently. Mm. And he literally like raised the hard cam a bit. So yeah. looking downwards almost. It looked almost like more like a UFC cab where it kind of came yeah. over the top of the cage and stuff. I like I like that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I just don't need 300 fucking camera changes in a 30 second period. Mm. Because, because you can't process that. Like no. the amount of times when I'm watching main roster and I, I'm like what the fuck just happened what did I what did I see because I can't I can't process it because that many camera changes mm-hmm. that my head started yeah it's a bit much and <clears throat> just, just just calm down a bit Ken. <laughs> to blind it in <laughs> yeah. moving on uh, Adam Cole told TV Insider um this is in regards to the news that came out <clears throat> uh earlier this week uh was it late last week about him accompanying Keith Lee um to the ring, like in his main roster call-up and, and being his mouthpiece, his manager, and turning Keith Lee heel. Um, yeah, he said, I've personally never heard anything regarding WWE's reported plan uh, to use him as a manager. Fightful Sean Ross Sapp said that he heard from several other sources that they'd never heard that pitch among the ones discussed backstage either. So where mm. the fuck that came from, I don't know. I've got a feeling it was ringside news. <laughs> <laughs> it the, would be on the brand. finest news source. It's up there with the sun. If anyone listening doesn't know what the sun is, it's toilet rag newspaper. Don't buy the sun. Never. Bear in the fucking sun. I wouldn't even <laughs> wipe me out with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's good. I, I'd be. I would genuinely be intrigued to see what they pitched them. To be fair, mm. I, I like I like the fact that Adam Cole's just like such a nice guy that he's just like he, he won't say anything bad about WWE. He's like he, he he's very good in the sense that he's not shit on WWE, but he's basically, no. he's basically dead. Well, I AW were doing the, the more compelling stuff, so I want to go there. Yeah, and, it's fair. Yeah, and he's a uh, did, did you see his little uh, video that him and Woodsy did the, the parties? Uh, going oh, away. was it him? Tyler Breeze and Cesaro. Yeah. Yeah, that was We're nice. Just talking about, about the party. And it was like mm. Cole saying goodbye to all of down now. Oh. oh. That hurt. That yeah. hurt. But he said, I'll see you soon. Yeah, he said, it's not goodbye. So I'll see you soon. When he when he retires, he'll, he'll return. Oh, I mean, that's hopefully a ways that, off. I was going to say, hopefully that'll be a long ass time because he's got fucking AEW to conquer, mate. Hmm. He's got he's got a hangman to fucking Panama sunrise into the abyss. <laughs> Straight after hangman wins the belt, Cole comes in and fucking does a murder on. I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it's it's I as I say, I'd be intrigued to see what was picked. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Keith Lee manager thing was tr- was true though. Like that's the thing, that's the thing that came out of it. Like the fact that I wouldn't be surprised. Surely not. Like he's been offered a... wearing a Leo Rush shirt as well <laughs> for, no, for no ironic reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's one of them, isn't it? Like he, it's crazy to think they had like literally then then new Shawn Michaels and they just kind of <laughs> shit the bed. They, they, well, yeah, they shit the bed with the contract and then they shit the bed by like being like. Well, how how can we keep him? Oh, we'll we'll pitch him these things. It's like just put the fucking belt on. <laughs> that that would have been the way to keep him. Just fucking give him the belt. <laughs> Feed Roman to him. 
I've Adam Cole, the new tri- tribal chief, baby. Um, <laughs> speaking of Samoans called Joe, uh, PW Insider notes that uh, Samoa Joe is not expected to be out of action for an extended period of time, but it isn't unclear when he'll be coming back. Obviously, he did um, he did relinquish the NXT title in quite weird time. Um, mm, not I, at I, all I, suspect. I, yeah, uh, just before the rebrand NXT. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think that Ro- eh, Roman. I don't think that there's any oh, wrong like, Joe, mate. Yeah, wrong Joe. Um, I, I, I don't think that there's any like kind of. There's obviously been like a lot of conspiracy theories. People with tin foil hats on saying, "Eh, uh, oh, like Samoa Joe's a uh, relinquished that really well." Time, mm. I, I don't, I don't think he's had he's had like problems with injuries. Oh, for a couple of years, oh, isn't he? Well, the last couple of years, yeah. Yeah. I just hope he's okay. Yeah. As do I. Recover soon, Joe. Uh, yeah. Um, do you see him going back, like, when he's recovered to NXT or back to main roster or what? Well, apparently he was meant to be on Raw. Apparently he was in the writing for it, like the, the script or something, this week. As was uh, Austin Theory was apparently backstage at Raw this week also, which I haven't dropped in here, but yeah. He brought his friend Damien Priest. Austin Theory's been um, at Raw though, like for weeks. He's been Mm. apparently, well, since they brought fans back, he's been having dark matches. Oh, okay. Tagging with Odyssey Jones, interestingly enough. Really? Mm. And Von Wagner. Don't worry about it. About it. (laughs) Um, moving on Fightful uh, has learned that NXT Triple Crown Champion Jonathan of Gargano uh, his contract is expiring on December the 3rd of this year 2021 WWE sources confirmed the news with Fightful Select on Monday afternoon thus far WWE sources have indicated uh, to Fightful that Johnny Gargano and WWE have not entered into negotiations to extend his contract but WWE expects to in the fall. I mean, that, that worked out really well for them with Adam Cole, didn't it? Yep. I mean, hopefully they learn from their mistakes this time, but well, they, probably not. Um, This was the date that they thought Adam Cole's contract expired. Oh. Yeah. How do you... Who's in charge there? How have they still got a job? Um, How do you fuck that up? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's John Laurinaitis. Come on, John, lad. And also, wasn't it Mark Carano for a bit? And he got I mean, fired. He, he gone. He gone. He, he done gone. Fucked up. He, he got he got fired after fucking... After the, the bin bag thing, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, Rightly so. And then, and then his, his uh, <clears throat> ex... His ex-mistress said he'd been stealing from the company. And he's got he's got a, he's, he's got, got a stash like a, of belts under his bed. Stash of belts under his bed in a spare room. Okay, that sounds um, like Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Aaron as well. Um he doesn't look like Aaron. That's, that's, that's unfair. That's um to Carano. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, fucking hell, they are really like, like it's literally someone's job to make sure they fucking a new contract. Why? You'd think as well, 
like them saying, oh yeah, they expect to talk to them like in fall. So obviously that's like round this time of the year. You'd think given the fact they just had one of their top like guys in NXT leave the company and then a week after his contract expired, show up in the fucking competition and like yeah. blow up the internet. You thought they'd have started these negotiations and chats yeah. yesterday. Not no. we're gonna wait to the fall. Because <laughs> I mean, I don't foresee Johnny Gargano going to AEW if he leaves. I mean, he might. Nah, but I could see him like certainly being like a sort of main player in Impact, like a Ring of Honor or Impact, or yeah. just just doing what he was doing before he signed for WWE and just being like a touring journeyman of the Indies. Mm-hmm. And having good matches wherever he goes, which is why yeah. he signed first place. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, Johnny Gargano is like literally the fucking heart and soul of NXT at the moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, and also the other, the other thing you've got to say for Johnny as well, which is quite good for him, is that obviously Candace is pregnant. Um, Pregante. He's, which we'll get to Candace in a minute. Um, and with her being pregnant, like he's he's got a very good kind of bargaining chip to get a bit more money out of WWE. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and also if his contract is barren, maybe he wants maybe he wants to like take some time away to actually be a dad. And that there, there, there is that. I mean, mm. that's the other thing where I see he'd probably stick around with NXT because you can you can literally like. He works one day a week. Mm, mm. And then other than like working out in the p- performance center and doing whatever else he does there. Could be a dad. Yeah. He can actually like, yeah, watch his kid grow up. Mm. Watch little uh, little baby wrestling grow up. <laughs> already got already got the uh, gargano kick pads, hasn't he? <laughs> um, Speaking of Candice, with news of Johnny's deal coming up, Fightful learned a little bit about Candice's as well. Uh, it was noticed that her deal does not match up with Gargano's because she signed much later. Um, and she still has time left on a, a contract after his does expire. It does expire in some time, sometime in 2022. They confirm, uh, WWE confirmed, uh, for those who were asking, um, Fightful managed to confirm that a deal has not been frozen by WWE during her pregnancy. And uh, that she... And she's remaining on screen character. That was her choice. Um, Fightful told by NXT sources that she insisted on remaining an on screen character as long as she plausibly could, and that NXT has been happy with her performance both in and out of the ring. I, I think Candice is like one of the unsung heroes of this whole index thing. Yeah, she's fucking yeah, yeah. hilarious. So good. She's so, good. so funny. Um, obviously Johnny is like kind of, he's like the big loud one, so he kind of like does stuff. But just like when she like spying on them on the days. And she had the yeah. like that. <laughs> she, she's just brilliant. I, I mm. love it. I think she's so entertaining. I'd love, yeah. well, I just love the way. Yeah. I, I, I love the fact that Dexter's kind of part of that now. Mm. I like the fact that they kind of sort of shoehorn and Odyssey Jones into it a bit. Mm-hmm. I want it, I want to see more Odyssey Jones involved in the way. He's such a character. He's so such funny. a character. He's so funny. I, I, I love the fact that on like all Dexter's groomsmen were dressed as Dexter. Yeah, top the jeans, the gloves. Wind. Yeah, <laughs> so good. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, so good indeed. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they want characters for the new NXT, and they've got 
some very good oh, ones yeah. in play. Without a doubt. Like, I, I think Johnny's work, like, as sort of like the head of the family of the way, has been probably his best in NXT. Yeah. Just not not in ring wise, because. No, no, that's, but character wise. But character wise, he's been phenomenal. He's been yeah. hilarious. His comedic time is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, him and Candace being husband and wife, they've got that natural chemistry and they just bounce off each other really well. Yeah. And they've managed to like bring in De- uh, Dexter and Indy and Austin into that as well. And yeah, it's been one of the the, if not the best storyline in oh, WWE generally. Like in in the last year and a bit longer than a year. The index stuff's been fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, the way as well as I say, very underrated mm. um, as how good they actually are. So. Yeah. Hopefully, for WWE's sake, they keep holding because I want to see more of the way. Mm-hmm. All the way. Uh, All the way. Sticking with news of contracts, um, I think we mentioned last week or the week before in regards to Pete Dunne's contract and that coming up. Uh, WWE sources confirmed to Fightful Tuesday afternoon that Pete Dunne agreed to a new three-year deal, which was actually said to have been personally offered by Triple H uh, before he was sidelined recently. Dunn, along with Adam Cole, had a surprise contract expiration in July. Um, I wasn't really too worried about Dunn going elsewhere, to be honest. No, I think he's he's not long moved to America, has he? Mm. So I don't think there was any real danger of him leaving. It would have been interesting if he had, because I mean, you've, he's he was he's the thing with Pete Dunn is he's very clever with so with his social media, isn't he? Like. Mm. He's he's doing a lot. He did a lot of teasing, like he was teasing wrestling Ricky Shane Page. He was teasing, which wouldn't have been fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously teasing following Adam Cole over to AEW before they got announced that he renewed his deal. Um, he was very, very, very smart. Like mm-hmm. that, that. Um, and the, the thing is as well, which is real, which is kind of like gone unsaid, is that him doing that now. If he doesn't resign when this contract expires, he's already he's already teased the shit on a three matches yeah. right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you can go, oh, that'd be good. That'd mm-hmm. be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he, he's he's been talking about how he wants to wrestle Brian Danielson at some point. That's mm-hmm. like his dream match as well. Um, that'll happen somewhere down the line, no doubt. Down, whether yeah. whether it's in a WWE ring or an AEW ring. Um, interestingly, his and Brian's contract both expire similar sort of times. So that's a point, it, yeah. It could literally be anywhere, mm. which is exciting. Let's um, give us in TNT. Come over to Liverpool. Yeah. Keep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the fucking G1. Have him fucking fight Mayor the Grandad. Oh, I'm just the shit out of Mayor the Grandad and then. Possibly die. I have to go. I have to go back to the UK and get his dad Trent Seven to sort them out, <laughs> and then have Minoru Suzuki do an actual murder on Trent Seven. <laughs> so good, so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that, that's the that's the thing. He's been it, like with Pete Dunne. He's been very very smart with the social media with a mm. surround thing. He was very tight-lipped about it all. He wouldn't even he wouldn't even address it. And he's as I say, he's been teasing. Yeah, 
he's in dream matches wherever he goes, whether it was whether it was NXT or whether it was pastures new. Um, mm. still, he said his, his main priority now is the Samoa Joe match. Yeah, which that'll, that'd be good. That'd be nice. Stiff. Yeah, basically, he just wants to wrestle all the all like Ring of Honor from like two thousand and four. <laughs> I'm okay with. Um, moving on on Wrestling Observer Radio, dear Daddy Dave. Uh, said that Shawn Michaels was the person running the show for NXT 2.0 this week and Triple H probably won't be back for a while uh, Vince wasn't there Vince was involved in the creative of the show but he wasn't the key guy um, Shawn Michaels does a lot of um, NXT UK doesn't he? he does yeah He's so I mean if, if Kevin Owen if Kevin, if Kevin Dunn is just producing it that's fine if Shawn's like doing like the actual the, the running of it he might be able to like super kick Kevin Dunn if he starts doing too many camera cuts. If he starts acting up. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As long as as long as Sean or Trips are near it, hopefully still be our eight. Triple H is all right. Yeah. A little scared, got a little scared of me of the old the old trips. Mm. <laughs> should we uh, should we should we talk about a bit of the Forbidden Door. Do it. Come on. Oh, it's me, isn't it? It's PW Insider notes that morale backstage at AEW is very high right now, heading into the next uh, next week's loaded Grand Slam shows in New York City. Um, this should come as a surprise to no one. Of course, morale's high. You're working in, not even arguably, like the better product, the better company. You've just signed a boatload of talent. There's fucking exciting matches. The fucking the eyes of the wrestling world are on you to see what you're going to do next. Morale I mean, should be high. I'd be surprised if it was anything but very high. T- TNT literally gave them a whole other hour on Rampage. Mm. So uh, as um, Excalibur said on commentary this weekend, I, I hadn't um, I hadn't thought about this until they'd said it, but this is basically a pay per view on free TV. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. I, d- I don't know why it's not being treated like a like as in what I haven't named it a pay per view. Well, they, they're treating it as a pay per view, but like t- so they want th- this. This is what's really cool, and it's quite an old school like way of doing it. They they're treating it like WWE used to treat like the shows in like the early nineties before in your house. So they've got like the what they do like Madison Square Garden, and it'd be like yeah. yeah. So, they, so they've got the big four pay per views, and then they've got like the Saturday night's main events. Yeah. And that, that's what Tony Khan compared this to. Um, okay. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, obviously, like, commentary, we're making a massive deal of it. Um, mm. As I say, Excalibur said multiple times, it's like a free pay-per-view. JR was hyping it up. Pepsi Man was hyping it up. Um, the all way. But, I mean, the card is stacked, to say it's... the least. I'm just, just going to run through it. So, on the dynam- episode of Dynamite, and there's matches that might be added as well. Um, and we've got, it was originally going to be um, the Varsity Blondes versus MJF and Wardlow. Now it's listed here as Pillman Jr. versus MJF in the singles match. Sweet. Um, we've got Malachi Black versus Cody 2. Uh, Cody gets his win back, Boogaloo. Um, nope. I hope not. I, nope. hope, I hope Malachi kicks him so hard he thinks he's Stardust. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got Sting and Darby Allen versus FTR, which Ooh. 
I didn't know I needed that match until it got, <laughs> got made. Uh, we've got Britt Baker versus Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Yes, boy. Um, and then the main event of the um, Dynamite is Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson in a non-title match. Nice. Just, just an exhibition of just an exhibition. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. Um, to prove who the and, real best bout machine is. Yeah, that's because cool. they've had matches before, but they've not had matches where they're like at the prime. Mm, that's that could that could be the fucking match of the year right there. Mm. On I'm, free TV. On free TV, yeah, it's mental. Um, but then the thing is with that is that Brian Danielson said, I don't I don't want the title yet. I know I'm not I know I've not earned that. Mm. So that means when somewhere down the line we get him in a title match against possibly Kenny, mm-hmm. whew, that's gonna be like, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for that. Uh Kenny and Brian is like a match that I think as soon Everyone as Brian wants. Yeah, as soon as Brian left WWE it was like there's Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny's not doing anything right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think this show's going to be the return of Hangman as well. Yeah. And we start that little story. Uh, and then on Rampage, a uh, two-hour Rampage, got a whole extra hour. Ooh. We've got the return of the super click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Marco wasn't nice. good enough that much, oh. um, apparently. Uh, wow. We've got him and Adam um, Cole not the same height. No, nah, Marco's taller. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, Adam Cole looks about seven foot in AEW. What the fuck's happening? I know. <laughs> is, it, is it literally just that the Adam next to fucking giants in WWE? I think so. <laughs> he had Keith Lee pouncing him into orbit. <laughs> he had fucking Damian Priest and Dijakovic knocking him out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've got uh, the inner circle, Chris Jericho and MMA fighter, Jake Hager versus the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page with Dan Lambert from American Top Team. Apparently all the UFC fighters as well. With them. Um, Sorry. And uh, in his first match on television in seven years, Pepsi Man CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs with Hook, Taz and absolute Ricky Starks. A um, couple of matches that haven't been announced there also yet, which are about to be, is Suzuki Goon versus uh, Mox and Kingston. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Have you, have you not seen the end of Dynamite where they were just brawling through the crowd? No, not yet. Murder Bird had this fucking Suzuki Goon gear on. Yes, boy. Just brawling with Eddie Kingston in the crowd. They, they deliberately kept Suzuki and Kingston apart as well. Um, oh. The... Haven't announced anything for the tag titles yet. They haven't announced anything for Miro yet. Um, mm. there, there is stuff to be announced. Obviously, we've got Rampage tonight, yeah, which headlined by the Lucha Brothers versus Butcher and the Blade for the tag titles, which will be a fucking good old mm. on the Butcher. Spicy, um, spicy affair. And they've been heavily teasing Brian Cage versus Absolute Ricky Starks as well for the FTW title. Um, yeah, the, this show is going to fucking huge isn't it it's mm-hmm. it, this this is like this is the show that Brian Danielson was meant to de- debut, debut. yeah well didn't um, they push it forward were they worried about COVID and stuff that this might they, not they wanted, happen they want yeah they wanted it to be in front like 
be guaranteed to be in front of fans. And um, because of COVID, there was talk that they might have to rearrange this show. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's a fucking stacked card. They're not messing around, are they? Like, nah. that's <clears throat> for me, that's like such a cool thing that they've just decided to go, yeah, that's still free TV pay per view. Why not? Uh, yeah, a, a massive fucking stadium, like arena. It's, it's yeah. a stadium, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's the first ever stadium show. Yeah. That's that's what that's why I thought originally that was going to be where Hangman was going to win the belt because it's the mm. biggest crowd they'll ever ha- they've ever had. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's cool. Like uh, I mean, not not to kind of harp on it a lot, but AW kind of say they do a lot for the fans, and this is this is for the fans, isn't it? Yes, hundred percent. It's a free pay per view. Yeah. yeah, it's it, they couldn't they couldn't be more the more for the fans with this if they tried. Um, moving on, um, the Wrestling Observer claims that Fox went to WWE once where got out that CM Punk was in talks with AW and offered to help sign him. Apparently, WWE said his money request was too high, and Fox offered to chip in to help pay for his services. That's mad. When the network saying we'll give you money. Well, he was he was under contract with Fox, wasn't he? And they, yeah. he's got like, quite a good rapport with Fox. Mm. Um, I I I get the feeling that Punk probably like highballed the shit out of that, didn't he? <laughs> of course, but he did. This, this is my number. Um, <laughs> you want to pay it? Have your people speak to my he, people. I, I remember. I remember. He said when Renee asked them, and um, it was it was last year before like there was any news of him coming back to wrestling. She asked how much money it would take him to get back to rest, and he just said double up Brock's making. So <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> so he's probably literally just gone like no chill fit, full no chill fill and gone double up Brock's making. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I think it would have been weird seeing him in WWE again. Mm, yeah, would have been. And you know, I mean. Not 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 to uh, say Vince McMahon's vindictive, but I mean Vince is fucking vindictive as hell. <laughs> he puts, Vince puts a Vince in vindictive. Um and he, he literally would probably try and make Punk look like an absolute dickhead every chance he could. Yeah. Um, especially if like this is a deal <coughs> that has been brokered against his will, essentially. Mm. Because the network's like, we want you to be doing better. Sign him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's it's like it's like uh, it's like a chairman buying a buying a player for a football team because they like that player. I like the manager's like, oh, I, I don't know what to fucking do with him. I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy him. Um, <laughs> It's like, yeah, but we're going to pay for him. We're going to do all the fucking business for you. You just need to use him. I don't want him. I don't want him. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it doesn't work into me plans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think if it, if it, especially if I had been under those circumstances, it would have been very, very uh, odd. Mm. Agreed. Uh, finally, last little bit of AEW news. Uh, we did briefly cover this last week as well, um, but there's been a little bit more fuel to the fire added this week uh, with a few tweets going out. So Wrestling Observer uh, said that if Bray Wyatt goes to AEW, there's talk of him debuting on the September 29th episode 
of Dynamite in Rochester, New York. Uh, Rochester obviously being the hometown of the late Brody Lee. Yes, Brody's best mate. Um, that'd be nice if he does debut there. Yeah, he, he, um, so obviously the fuel that was added to the fire, just like Randy Orton covering the fiend and gasoline and setting fire to a, a mannequin dressed as the fiend. Um, Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's coming back like fucking melted marshmallow man again. Uh, yeah, um, so Bray's been weirdly active on Twitter this week. He, he'd been notable by his silence. Um, and he's been very active all of a sudden. Uh, first to congratulate Biggie, which was nice. Mm. Um, and then someone, a fan, after he tweeted that, first off, Paul White retweeted it and said, like, congratulate Biggie, mm. basically. But, like, it was, it was interesting that that's what he chose to retweet. Mm. Um not really to that, but then a fan said, I miss you, Bray, and he said, we'll see each other. He said, let me, let me get the tweet up. It was something along the lines of, we'll see each other very soon. Um, But there was obviously a little bit more to it. Uh, here we go. So he said, and I quote, um, fucking hell. Um, where the hell is it? Has he deleted the tweet? Oh, interesting. He said something like, "Well, I'll see you very soon," um, and something about revenge. Okay. Um, let's see if Fightful's got the, the quote because it looks like Bray's deleted the tweet. Um, where are we? So yeah, he, he um, he's also uh, he tweeted a picture of him and Matt Hardy the other. Oh no, sorry, Matt Hardy. Uh, tweeted a picture of him and Bray and Bray uh, was commenting on that. Uh, here we go. So a guy said, I miss you, brother. And Bray said, everything will be clear. I'll see you all very soon. Revenge is a confession of pain. Uh, and then he has also, someone someone also said, uh, I can't wait to see you again. And Bray said, you've never seen the real me. So he's teasing like a more darker and evil version of The Fiend as well while he's at it. <laughs> as I say, Babadook. <laughs> right. Gonna slither um, under the forbidden door. <laughs> well, uh, Mox has been teasing like something big for ages now. He's been like saying, oh yeah, you, you knock on the forbidden door, you don't know what's waiting on the other side of the door. Mm. And obviously everyone's like, oh well, here comes little happy bread man Kojima. And then Murder Grandad, red man. <laughs> and Murder Grandad comes out, and he's now waging war with Mox and Kingston, um, because of the Suzuki incident. Mm. Lest we forget, um, <laughs> never ever cut off Kaze Nina Ray ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love this turn that the outrage on Twitter into a storyline that's excellent. Um, <laughs> and they had, they had uh, Pepsi Man fucking break it down like a. A tail of the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's, he said that. Obviously, everyone thinks it's me, the granddad. That's the fucking big bad coming out the forbidden door. What if it's Bray? Mm. What if it's Bray debuting some new, more demonic, evil version of the Fiend? Fucking okay, hell. Like well, that fucking big, Pennywise. A big fucking serpent that comes out like in What If? <laughs> <laughs> Just envelops the fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> 
comes out like fucking Mox has said Candyman in the mirror three times. Oh. 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 And and then we get Brian Mox again, which is nice. Um, yes, please, and thank you. Which I'd be down with that. But yeah, where, wherever he lands, it's... Yeah, I mean, we said this when he got released. It, first of all, it's interesting because that would indicate that Bray's either negotiated out of his non-compete or he didn't have as long as everyone thought he did. Mm. Because he only got released the 31st of July, so the 29th of September is less than two months. Yeah. Um. So, obviously... It's usually 90, isn't it? 90 days. It's usually 90 days. When I... When I googled 90 days from then, it was two weeks before full gear. Okay. So I was thinking, okay, well, they could feasibly up and show up at full gear. Um, it'd be nice if he shows up in Brody's hometown for sure. Mm. But um, it's it, either way, like we've said that we've said this ad nauseum at this point. Um, a guy that creative and literally that like kind of investing into his characters. Mm-hmm. It's like throwing money away, isn't it? Shame, yeah, just to see him sat by the wayside and being yeah. absolutely wasted, left out to pasture, if you like. It just, yeah. He, he's another one as well. If AW sign him, he's an absolute game changer. Like, you just got to look at the merch sales he made for yeah. WWE. Yeah. Like, the last 12 months alone. Mm. Like, the, when they first debuted The Fiend, like, he was literally, they were bringing out merch based on whatever promo he cut that week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to be a big merge mover wherever he goes. Anyway, he's going to be a, a guy that people are going to want, like, want to watch. They're going to se- seek him out yeah. because he's a compelling character. For and sure. It, it, that that's the other thing as well. In a time when WWE are talking about making more characters and they get rid of their they biggest get rid one. of their biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I, I, I can still remember the day it happened when I was like I was in work and I got I got the fucking wrestle votes thing. I was like, mm. something big's happening. And then it was like, I wonder if Tony Khan uh, wants to hurt or heal. I was like, oh my god, what? Fucking hell. Moments later they announced it. And it yeah. was just like shit. Yeah. So very, very, very interesting time. Watch this space with Bray Wyatt mm. or Win. Yeah, he's called himself nowadays his real name. Um, let's talk about the rest of the world because there's a lot of stuff going on here. Mm. Um, so MLW have announced the return of their annual Opera Cup tournament. Um, the Opera Cup being the oldest tournament in wrestling for those keeping track. And the the uh, lineup for this, oh boy, it's going to be on October the second at MLW Fightland, which is also headlined by Meat Castle versus Werewolf. Yes. Alexander Hammerstone or Alexander Hosserstone, if you want to be serious about it. <laughs> um, the castle of meat himself. Um, the the steak of the steak palace himself. Uh, <laughs> Mixed grill fortress. <laughs> Jacob Fatu. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, they've been building that match for like two years as well. Ooh. They've been putting the fucking hours in on that match. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but the tournament, geez, this lineup's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you've got Alex Shelley, Lee Moriarty from the AEW, uh, Robert Fish from the NXT. How much um, fish could Bobby Fish fish if Bobby Fish could fish fish? Don't worry about it. Um, uh, Calvin the Tankman. 
Is that um, the guy that wrestles in a nappy? Well, it's not really a nappy. It's just a tights look a bit like a nappy. Alright. He's, he's he's a fucking unit. He's awesome. I know he is. He's a beast. He's he's very good. Yeah. He's very agile as well. Mm. He's, reminds me of Keith Lee in the sense that he's a big guy who should be able to do what he can fucking do. Moves like a cruiserweight. Hits like yeah. a heavyweight. Yeah. He's he's excellent. He also yeah. also has a very very good um fire thunder driver. Uh, TJB. Davy Richards, wow! Bored them, shit. Uh, it's just disappointing. Uh, Matt Cross, aka Son of Havoc, off of the Lucha Underground, and Filthy Tom Lawler. Nice. That'll be good. That'll be fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. MLW doing some pretty good stuff at the moment, Aldi. They are. The the Battle Royale thing is on their YouTube channel. I think for free to watch if you've not seen it. Yeah, they so they put um they put the episodes of the weekly TV up on YouTube. It's usually an hour before AW. They put it up on a Wednesday night, mm. uh, and a lot of the shows like I think Fightland it's pay per view, but then they'll put it up on the YouTube like a month or two after the air. Yeah, it's worth a watch. It's a nice, nice alternative. Yeah, I'm spoiled yeah. by the fact that we have a lot of decent alternatives to watch and are free as well. Yeah, and they, and they, yeah, because Ring of Honor um, put their weekly TV show free on Fight every week as well. Yeah, if you want to watch it, some also some very good pure wrestling. Mm. Um, Speaking also, of, oh god, right, I was going to say MLW also as as, as Tekka Underground, which is basically Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, yeah, yeah. Even with Dario Cueto. <laughs> Speaking it. of uh, Ring of Honor, uh, former Ring of Honor world champion PCO informed Ring of Honor that he won't re-sign with the company when his current contract ends on November the 30th uh, per The Observer. The fuck's Dan Housen going to have as his horse now? <laughs> I'm sure I've found someone else. Dan Housen uh, makes friends easily, it's fine. Dan Housen's very famous, he's friends with CM Punk, he's, he's friends with Conan O'Brien, he's friends with The Rock. Yeah. He'll be fine. Bring in The Rock, of course. <laughs> the Rock in Ring of Honor with Dan yeah, Housen. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Friend of Dan Housen. <laughs> Love, the Rock loves that Dan Housen. He retweets him and everything. So it's like hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is wild. The PCO is like, I mean, it doesn't surprise me because he's like in his fifties. Yeah, and he, he's he's got this weird goal that he wants to wrestle on on WrestleMania, which. I, I don't think he fits the uh, criteria for. He's going to be in the Andre the Giant battle. Memo- ro- fuck me, put your teeth in. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Yeah, I mean he, he fits. He fits the bill in his size because he's fucking huge. Mm. And he's gone toe to toe with Walter before. But I'm just going to sign him on a one-off. Have him appear there. Tick that off his bucket list. Just, and then he can ride up into the sunset. In- just, just do a PCO vs. Walter again. That was good. Hoss, hoss, hoss. the shit out of each other. And that PCO <laughs> hit a moonsault and everyone be shocked. <laughs> and get fucking, what's his name? Destin out and fucking bring out the car battery. We're all good. Everyone's a winner. Jesus Christ. PCO's not human. <laughs> um, moving on. Anyway, um, some sad news. Uh Jake Atlas has took to social media to announce he will be stepping away from wrestling completely right now. Uh, he wrestled the match with uh, Taylor Rust, a.k.a. Tyler Rust, um, 
at ROH Death before Dishonor uh, last week. Uh, the match ended seemingly abruptly, uh, and some believed that Atlas had been banged up or concussed. That was never confirmed. Uh, Atlas stated he was not concussed or banged up. Uh, he simply can't keep going anymore. Uh, he also implored fans to take their mental health seriously. Uh, and the statement he put, I'm not concussed or banged up. I simply can't keep going anymore. Take your mental health seriously, both for yourselves and for each other, because we only have one life to live. Thank you to anyone who did support me for five years. I didn't do much, but what I did was fun. I'm stepping away from wrestling completely right now. Please don't ask me to do any interviews or appearances. I'd like my privacy to be respected. At 26 years old, I've got my entire life ahead of me. And I'm choosing to explore completely different industries to find my passion again. Unfortunately, it was it was unhealthy for me the entire time. I just learned how to hide it really well. Uh, I hope that friends and family I've made a like continue to support me no matter what. I have major anxiety just having done that. Please be sensitive. Thank you. Bloody uh, hell. Immensely talented guy. Mm. Uh, wish him the best on whatever he does because yeah. he's... He's awesome. I, I thought he was criminally underutilized in NXT. Really? Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, wherever he would, like, but the thing is, obviously, like, wrestling just, he doesn't, just doesn't want to do it anymore. But he, the, the, like, potential matches he had, like, lined up, it was, like, quite exciting. So yeah, it's weird yeah. that he's, it is weird that out of the blue, he's just kind of nah. Mm. But yeah, what the, the main thing is, whatever's best for him. Yeah. Uh, if his his mental health and his his well being in general are what's important. So yeah. we say it often on this, whether it's the news or, or any of the other uh, episodes that we put out of the podcast, but always take your mental health seriously, mental health of yourself and the mental health of others. Um, always reach out, support one another, um, and yeah, it's a big deal. So yeah, I hope everything's well with him uh, as soon as it can be, and he gets the help and support that he needs. Uh, Wrestling Observer say that Braun Strowman uh, or Adam Schur, uh, going by his real name, has had talks with Impact Wrestling and there is mutual interest there. I could see him in Impact. I think we've said this before. Yeah, I think he'd be a top guy in Impact. Yeah, I do. I mean, let's face it, he'd probably be a top guy wherever he goes. But I don't see him as a fit for somewhere like AEW, though. No, I don't see him in AEW. I don't see him in like a ring of honor. Um, possibly Japan, Japan but I think Impact, yeah. Impact seems to be like the best fit for them because they're a bit more wacky a bit more weirder maybe maybe MLW as well but yeah, Impact definitely seems like sort of like a really good fit for them um, yeah. they, they seem to just be hiring all the horses right now mm. making mm. thick championship wrestling a uh, reality Tasty's um, going to be in touch for royalties is, is, is Big Tasty <laughs> like the equivalent of Dario Cueto for Impact. <laughs> he talks about TNA a lot. He talks about Impact a lot. The hiring a load of horses all of a sudden. Could be. Could be some truth is, in it. <laughs> is, is Big Tasty going to just come out of an office in, um, in Impact one day? With a suitcase full of top row beers? The winner gets these. <laughs> a, a suitcase full of top pro beers. He'll have Jeff Cobb dressed up as fucking Matanza Queto again. <laughs> and uh, I'm doing sacrifices to the gods. <laughs> I, I can see it happen. Yeah. Book it. <laughs> I'd love that. I'd, 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 I'd genuinely love that. 
<laughs> Speaking of um, Impact Wrestling, Gail Kim announced that Impact Wrestling is bringing back their knockdown, knockouts, knockdown pay per view, which is their all women's pay per view. Um, they'd previously done, I believe it was 2011 to 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, she announced that um, Diana Peraza will be defending her knockouts championship against the mystery opponent. Lady Frost, Mercedes Martinez, and Renee Michelle have also been announced for, as being part of the event. And it was announced that uh, the show will feature the Daphne Memorial Monsters Ball match. Uh, Daphne Unger, uh, the late great Daphne Unger, competed in the first Knockouts Ball, Knockouts Monsters Ball match in 2009. Awesome. Um, That's lovely. Yeah. I, I, get, a, I get a feeling. Who do you reckon we're going to see? This show might be a little bit inspirational, a little bit Ooh, iconic. That'd be nice. Um, be very nice. Be nice. Yeah. That being said, AW teasing a new belt. If it was women's tag titles, that'd be nice. It was women's tag titles or trios? Well, the, Kenny's Kenny said there's going to be trios. Tony's kind of downplayed it. Kenny basically said they're going to crown trios champions on the Jericho Cruise, which is in October. Okay, but he said, he said that like before the pandemic, so who knows? Um, yeah, but I, I think women's tag titles and AW be good, given to the icon. But th- this is cool, like, um, in, Impact and when they were TNA before, I've always been kind of ahead of the curve with the women's division. Um, like, as I say, they were doing women all women's pay per views before WWE were trying to fucking. Mm-hmm. Like they were Billy Big Bollocks doing it. Um, and before Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling. Um, <laughs> and uh, ob- obviously they've drawn they've drawn a lot of inf- influence from Shimmer as well, which mm. is very good. There's a lot of lot of uh, little dream matches on there if you want to go up to their YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I'm I'm intrigued to see who Diana Peraza will wrestle. Also, I've didn't add this to the notes, but last night they announced that Mickey James and Vader Scott will be uh, the commentary team. Nice, which is very cool. Yeah, this is really, really cool. Like it's we not long had uh, NWA in power. We've now got this. It's just really good to see that these things are being put on now. And and not that it wasn't taken seriously before, but it feels like hopefully this will be a thing where it's like a staple every year where it's within the pay-per-view schedule of whichever promotion. And it's not just like WWE did. Oh, look, look, we, we've put this on and then nev- never have it again. Like, yeah. And then tell Mickey James that women's wrestling doesn't draw because surprise motherfucker. It does. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, we've actually got for that NWA one was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of news to to end on, and it actually segues kind of off the back of this. Uh, we're going to have, and I've, I've not told you yet either, actually, a little surprise. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, another one of our special kind of one-off episodes um, with Tina Miller, who is uh, an American writer for Wrestling Inc. And we're going to be talking about representation within women's wrestling uh, and off the back of Empower and with this coming up um, and about she's a podcaster as well, uh, hosts her own show and about representation within that and within the wrestling industry uh, and feeling like there's more of a platform and more of a voice for women now. Um, So, yeah, that is uh, an episode that's going to be coming up fairly soon. 
Interesting. Interesting. Mm. Indeed. Very cool. Got a get Phil on there as well. Yeah. He's big on uh, on that, isn't he? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. Uh, yeah. That that's been the news. Uh, one last tidbit of news. Um, at time of recording, it is Friday. You know what that means. There's going to be a murder tonight. The Minoru Suzuki US murder talking rages on. Uh, this got announced uh, yesterday or Wednesday. I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Um, at time of recording, that tonight, Minoru Suzuki is going to be eating some calamari because he's wrestling the octopus Jonathan Gresham. you <laughs> highest in the room. Go watch it because that show's going to fucking bang. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Them. Or Suzuki US made it all. It's great. <laughs> Keep your fucking G1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not the um, <laughs> It's been a lot of hours Suzuki talks today. I love it. Um, anyway, that's been the news. Thank you for joining us. Um, Troy, where can people find us on the social media to drop us a few scoops if need be? Uh, Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Um, we're starting to fill up our YouTube now with some video content. Uh, if you're watching this, this is obviously on there. Um, we're also putting some show reviews on there and some of our aforementioned special episodes. Um, we're also on Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. We've got a really, really good community on the Discord, so come and join us on that. We talk about stuff that isn't just wrestling, but we also talk about games, film and TV, food and drink, uh, and just general chatter. Um, at time of recording, as you said, uh, it's a Friday. We'll be doing our usual gaming stuff tomorrow. So jump over on Twitch, give us a watch, give us a follow, whatever you want to do. Uh, and as I say, you can find us there at Untitled Rest Pod. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.